Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, you know what that means. It's Tulane Tuesdays. Welcome back to the show. Thanks to Ralph Michaels again for joining us there. Uh, I think he was telling me he was having a having an adult beverage at the bar there talking to us earlier tonight. So he's going to enjoy that. You know, uh, he's Tim, he's a college basketball nut just like I am. So he's going to enjoy the heck out of these next couple of weeks. But it's Tulane time. Tulane Tuesdays, new segment here on the show. Jacob Wass uh, covers Tulane for us here on the show. Welcome back to the studio. And uh, no mic problems this week, Jacob. Last week when Jacob was here, we had a mic go out in the studio, so we were scrambling. So a little more professional operation here tonight. Yeah, no, it's good to be back. <laughs> Let's talk basketball before we talk baseball because I'm, I'm just going to say we did it here. Like We made the change happen. I'm going to say everybody who's listening to this show and was listening to you and me, and when they said they gave the old vote of confidence to Mike Dunleavy, you said, and you talked to people and said, well, this is crazy. I, I don't know. The worst season in Tulane basketball history, he shouldn't have a job. Lo and behold, a couple of days later, well, he doesn't have a job anymore. Mike Dunleavy's been fired. What do you make of this? Well, I'd at least say that they're headed in the right direction because they couldn't get much lower, right? I mean, 0-18 in conference, it's refreshing, I guess, that Troy Dannon has the stomach to fire a guy that he gave a six-year contract Because it was to. his guy, right? This was his guy. Yeah. One of his biggest hires early in his tenure. Yeah, the unfortunate part is that Dunleavy still has three years con three years left on his contract. So Troy Dannon came out a couple days ago when he fired Dunleavy on Saturday and said to the press that he has 20 potential candidates, 15 of whom are coaching in March Madness either as an assistant coach or a head coach. Interesting. So who are some of these candidates? I am curious. And uh, please tell me it's not Will Wade. It's not Will Wade. <laughs> okay, okay. No, no. All right. Let's no. get that out of there. Uh, maybe Pelicans. I've heard that. Uh, no Tulane, though. So, yeah, legitimately, though, who are some of the names that a Greenway fan should be keeping an eye on? Well, so the one big name floating right now is Andy Kennedy, who used to coach Ole Miss. Well, he was the coach for 12 years. Right now, he's currently an analyst for the SEC Network. But I would consider this the home run hire for Tulane. You're bringing in a, you're bringing in a guy who's the winningest coach in school history at 245 wins coming from a big five or a power five conference two-time sec coach of the year he made march madness twice and the nit six times mind you tulane hasn't made the nit since 2000 and hasn't been in march madness since the turn of the millennium so it would be nice to have a winning coach like that come in and try to revive this sunken program. Well, it's not him. Or is it mostly old guards, retread hires you think Tulane will be looking at, or is it young assistants that you mentioned there? I think it's really all the above. If you're asking me, I think they need a young coach who kind of has an analytical approach. As I mentioned, there's a lot of money being sunk into Dunleavy still, so I don't think that they really want to pay the big bucks and go try to get like some. I mean, Andy Kennedy would be a home run hire, but I don't think they're trying to go and like pay a vet uh, a bunch of money. I got a name for you. I'm going to throw at you here, and I haven't heard this yet, but I wonder if this is one of the guys that they're going to at least talk to, and that's Mark Schlesinger at UNO. Yes, it would be in the city, but what Schles has done with that program, this would be a step up. There's no doubt about it. This is now 
um, one of the you know six seven best conferences in college basketball are they going to take a look at Mark Sle- Mark Schlesinger I could not agree with you more and that was actually the one name that I had on my list just for ideas he's the, my top choice because he's really not working with much at all he was a game away from making March Madness being in the first four uh, for this season uh, he made it to March Madness two years ago. It's no, what, what Schlesinger is doing is great. And I think Tulane could really use a guy like that who has energy, who knows the area well, and uh, can start to cultivate talent into a school that's willing to invest. Do you think, and I know this is just a, you know, a little conjecture on our part here, do you think that Troy Dannon will look in this own market at a guy like Sless who, let's be honest, if Sless is hired at Tulane, and I've, I've heard, heard nothing but people in this city singing the praises of Coach Schlesinger since I arrived here and since he got the job and really resurrected this program. It would make a splash here in the local market. It might not make the splash nationally or grab headlines like Mike Dunleavy did. So Troy Dannon, do you think that he's capable of making that kind of hire? I hope so. And I mean, forget about trying to make a national splash. Like, let's look internally right now, as you mentioned. I know I just said that Tulane doesn't want to spend big bucks on people, but they'll definitely pay Schlesinger more at Tulane than they will at UNO. So, I mean, maybe that will get him to leave. But I I don't really know his situation or his contract uh, situation with you're always ways out of it you know that yeah, yeah, yeah there's always ways out of those contracts yeah but I think a Schlesinger type would still be the right move if you can even get one of these like young assistant coaches at a winning program that would be a good move too it does not need to be a marquee name like the Dunleavy family or uh, Rick Patino if he's still on the market <laughs> no, but uh, no. oh no and I had oh boy Rick Patino so my alma mater Washington State they just uh, fired their coach and you had some alumni saying hi Rick Patino and the president of the university tweeted out, I've never seen a president of the university tweet this, uh, no thanks or something like that. I hope Tulane <laughs> says no thanks to Rick Pitino, but look, he's a winner, so would Tulane alumni say no thanks to Rick Pitino? Oh, no, that was a complete joke. Please do not bring Rick Pitino okay, to okay. Tulane. Just making sure. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. We're not, we're not going to do crazy okay. here. Uh, it's the Jacob Lawson studio, Tulane Tuesdays, talking a little Mike Dunleavy firing in the future at Tulane basketball. How long is this process, do you think, going to take? Um, they said it should be by early April, or actually, maybe even before that. Maybe by the time March Madness is over. But I think you got to bring in a guy soon, 100%. When they brought in Dunleavy after Ed Conroy was fired three years ago, it was around this time in early March. So they want to bring a guy in, probably try to you know create a relationship with the remaining players because you don't want them leaving either. Tulane actually has a couple nice young pieces on who can. Uh, develop into talented players yeah look i am on the coach slash it's that tulane bandwagon already he loves it at uno uno loves him it would be relatively tough to pry him away even though this is a huge step up but i hope that troy dannon at least interviews the guy and has those discussions because i think that would be one of the best hires uh, really in recent history for any position at tulane let's talk baseball baseball now 13 and 7 uh, overall won their last game um look having a better season than the basketball team did absolutely at least. yeah no, and I mean, I, like, I'll say it. I know this is going to be the biggest jinx of the year, but Tulane is on fire right now. But I know, like, right after I say that, they're going <laughs> right. to lose every game. No, we, we, we predict things that happen here. So if you say they're <laughs> going to be on fire, they're going to stay on fire. Right? All right, then let's roll with it. All right, so let me give you a, a quick debrief just on the top of the order because the bats are on fire right now for Tulane. So the leadoff hitter, Trevor Jensen, he's a senior first baseman. He's currently ninth in the, in, in the American Athletic, hitting 365, and first leads the whole league in runs scored, 22. But then 
the main story is this guy who bats second, Cody Hose. I believe that's how you pronounce it, yeah. Hose. That's really the name that you want to remember. The junior third baseman was drafted this past summer by the Kansas City Royals in the 34th round of the MLB draft, but decided not to sign and return to the Green Wave. Last season, he had a batting average of 291 and five home runs. Right now, he's batting 398. He dances around 400. Nine home runs, so already four more than last season, and 22 RBIs. So he's fourth in the AAC in batting average, leads it in home runs, and leads and is fourth in uh and is sorry tied for second in RBIs. So this is really their go-to slugger. He's only gone one game this whole season without a hit. That's great stuff. Yeah. Um, they got Houston Baptist coming up this week. Uh, is this a team that can play into the postseason? Do you think? Absolutely, and I mean, what I was about to say too was the three and four. So those guys were just the one and two hitters. The three and four hitters is so the number three hitter is senior right fielder Grant Matthews. He's hitting three twenty one. The cleanup hitter is Hudson Haskin, the freshman center fielder who's hit who's hitting three forty five. So these guys are hitting well above 300, and I mean, they don't look like that they're really slowing down, so I I don't see that there's any reason why they can't make a run. That was uh, like packed with info here in this segment. Um, <laughs> I know you're, you're a busy guy, dude. Uh, you are working for a bunch of different uh, media organizations here in the city. I think uh, Fox 8 yes. you're doing a little work for, is that right? Yeah, I do. What, what's, your, what's your usual schedule like? I know you're still uh, at Tulane. Uh yeah no I'm at Tulane right final now. final semester it's always kind of crazy man in final semester yeah. of college you know you know it doesn't make it much easier when I have everyone telling me that it's like oh have fun now like while well, you can because it's all downhill from here but uh so I hope not but uh no Tulane's been a great <laughs> I I I've thoroughly enjoyed my time at Tulane this semester though has been crazy to say the least I'm sure. For all of you out there who have been on the job search and whatnot, you can relate to the struggles that uh, that come yeah. with it. Yes, yes. <laughs> right. Yes, yes, indeed. <laughs> but but um, no, everything's good. And if it makes you feel any better, Seth, I know I work at other places, but this is uh, my favorite place to uh, be. Hey, there of. you go. Yeah. Okay, all right. I like to hear that. <laughs> See, you're, you're you know where your bread's buttered here. <laughs> I like that, uh, Jacob Wass. I know you're on Twitter. Okay, you have to explain this to me. You followed me last week, and I could not believe when I followed you back that Jacob Wass has like 15,000 followers on Twitter. Can you explain to me how that happened? How, how in the world, and I'm, like, I'm not belittling yeah. you at all, it just shocked the heck out of me. How do you have 15,000 followers on Twitter? This is amazing. Well, all right, so we're really taking a turn here, but honesty time, when I was in high school, I was on a reality show. I was on a YouTube reality show oh, okay. about kids in Los Angeles. A pretty, it was maybe the equivalent of like Jersey Shore for middle schoolers. Okay, out in LA. <laughs> yes. What was the What was the name? Okay, everybody's got to go. Look Only in up LA. Now. Yeah. Everyone... We've opened Pandora's box here. What's What's the name <laughs> of the show? We, we're going to be YouTubing this. Yeah. No. Please soon. take out your uh, pens and uh, <laughs> pencils. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, the show's called At Summer Break. I'm surprised that this is what I'm plugging right now. I guess four years later. That is awesome. But um, yeah, if you want to get a good laugh in, feel free to check it out on YouTube. I'm, I'm writing it down right now <laughs> at Summer Break. Right. Yeah, I, I'd like to think that I also do some uh, pretty cool things outside it too. But uh, 
Well, I, when I saw that, I was like, there's got to be a story here. Like, I don't yes. know if he had a viral tweet. I don't know if he knows somebody. I don't know if he's a politician's kid that I didn't know about. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't really know what's happening. Tim's got something behind the glass. Tim, what you got? Is it as good as Real Bros of Semi Valley? I don't know if you know that show. It's, yeah. Is it as good as that? It's really not as good as anything. Like, I don't really think it's in any sort of, like, good category or adequate. It's, uh, like, I don't want to bash it too hard, but it's definitely not a quality <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a YouTube series. Yes. It doesn't have to be, as yes. long as it's entertaining. Yeah, I had a little, uh, yeah, uh, follower size envy here, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. At least, I mean, you know, at least I got that going for me. But now yeah. when I try to talk about sports and whatnot, it doesn't really seem to translate too much because it's a bunch of, like, 15-year-old girls. <laughs> not necessarily the demographic oh, I'm looking goodness. for. That's but, great. Uh, what, what is your uh, Twitter handle? The, my Twitter me? handle is Jacob. Boss, if you just want to check out the stuff I'm doing. But for all of those those of you who are interested in the developing Alliance of American Football yes. League, yes, I run a I run a Twitter account called AAF Spot, providing up to the minute breaking news and original video content regarding everything going on in the AAF. So please check that out. I'm much more active on that than I am on my other social media. Yes. All right. Well, Jacob, this is fun. Uh, we'll do it again. We're off next week. We'll just see you in two weeks for another Tulane Tuesdays. Thanks right. so much. Sounds good. Summer break forever. All right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Tristan Blewett, uh, Nola Gold star, maybe the MVP so far in Major League Rugby, 22-year-old from South Africa. He joins us next year on The Last Lap. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.